What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Broadway to Belmont. I am your host, Christos Elms. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Kov. Kevin, jump in, say hello. Welcome back, everybody. Good to see you, Chris. Episode 30. Good stuff. Yeah. Nice to see you, too. Hope everyone enjoyed the last episode. Where, yes. Uh, made, made some edits and everything. Got some last-minute recordings in because last week was one of the craziest weeks <laughs> in all of uh, Rangers history, I think. I think yeah. that goes down as a monumental week. I'd all say top, top 10 for sure. I, I, yeah, I think like if you didn't even care about the NHL, like you knew about like what was going mm-hmm. on or at least you would heard about what was going on um yeah like everybody i talked to did like even my housemates who don't keep up with it too much knew what was going on yeah craziness uh every day something else unfolded that was just mind-boggling um and and to be completely honest with you this is i think the first time i have ever said this since i like really started watching the rangers i am so happy and relieved that the season is over (laughs) Like, like it was a tough season. Like, there were a ton of highs, like a lot of great positive things, but also like when when things got bad, like they got they just like spiraled out of control, and it was like the last week. It was just like we had no control yeah. over anything. Welcome, welcome to the Islanders from like 2008 to like 2015. <laughs> it's basically, basically what it feels like. There was just like literally no control over the situation yeah. at all. It's like a, it runaway, like, it it's like like a runaway bus. It's, a, it's, a, it's insane. It was insane. It was like the Wilson <laughs> stuff happened and then the non-suspension Paro stuff happened and then the, the statement happened and then the brawls happened and then um, Gordon and John Davis get fired and then chris and then james dolan is like i'm running the show glenn sather comes out of the shadows it was just like it was it was literally it was like a reality a, tv a, a ver- verbal meme it was <laughs> um when donald glover aka childish gambino from the community comes in uh with all the pizzas and then, like the whole entire room is on, <laughs> on fire, fire. Like, <laughs> like that was all of last week within like that was that was basically yeah like a 96 hour just just straight tire fire uh another verbal meme everything is fine this is fine dog in the room of fire that was basically rangers yeah a lot of lot of fucking fire no pun intended on the fire it's over it's over now though yeah so we'll we'll see what happens moving forward and uh i know one of the things the first on the agenda is uh there's we start with the honors last week start with the rangers this week uh Things have seemed to be calming down since last week on the Chris Drury front. And I think people are very much like more on board with this move now that we kind of analyze a bit more. So like, why don't you go into what you, what you think about this move and some of the things that he's done since like uh, signing Ryan Winger. Yeah. So yeah, basically um, I think, I, I, I think the initial reaction and like negative reaction and it's just a like, shock. It was, yeah, it was shock because no one expected jd or gordon to get fired and then like you find out a little bit of information piece by piece and it was like what all this happened it was just like oh my god what is going on it just seemed like the world was crumbling (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then i think by like saturday or sunday like mother's day i kind of like personally everything finally just kind of like settled in i had digested everything kind of and then i guess the exit interviews were kind of mm-hmm. like good too just just because it was another piece of content to take in but just overall it like now that i'm almost like a week removed from the firings and chris drury coming in and everything 
<laughs> it's only been six days. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's unbelievable. It's yeah, it, it's it's like, it's, and you just kind of like hear about like what happened. It's like Gorton and JD didn't sign off on on the statement, and it's like you look at Dolan and the move and everything, and it's like. I don't hate the move. It just the timing sucked. And we had talked about it earlier. Like yeah. that was like at the end of the day, like that's the only thing. Like it sucks losing JD, but it's that's like, the big thing, I it, think. It, yeah. But like I think for Dolan, it's 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 like, hey, um and and I and I sent you a uh, a clip from the Steve Dangle mm-hmm. podcast. And yeah. this guy made a really good point. I'm like, I I really agree with it. Where it was like he was basically like James Dolan made a, a, a really good hockey move in the sense that Gorton and JD weren't willing to go to war with him, and he was like, "You gotta go then." And and if, if it's a if it was a Gorton and JD like one of us goes, we both go thing, whatever, it's fine. And it's like that's what it I, seems I, like I, almost though. It, it, like it's there's still like no one's ever gonna say like what happened. No. It's never gonna like no one's ever gonna say that it it was the whole like Wilson Islanders you know hurricanes thing it's like there's so much like layered stuff and it was just kind of like gorton and jd kind of gave the perfect excuse like as soon as they both it both came out like they were they were not standing by the statement it gave dolan the perfect excuse to at least like gorton go um i i i to that point i think i don't think he wanted to let jd go no, I don't think the plan I, was to I let mean, JD go. We're, we're not on the inside. Like we have, we we don't have like sources. I like Ooh, to insider. think we're insiders. <laughs> Maybe one day, but like I would like to think that Gordon. Like it seems that Drury is a great addition. I mean, he clearly knows his stuff. He's a tough customer. Apparently, Gordon was on the outs already, and he wanted Drury in. But like I think JD was just an unfortunate casualty of being tied in with Gordon. It seems like, which is a shame. Yeah, it it, it seems like you know it, it, Gordon or. Davidson called, you know, Dolan's bluff and you don't do Basically. that when it, when it comes to a guy who's a billionaire and owns the team, you know, that's just not the thing you do. Um, it sucks, but, you know, I think the, the the bright side and the positive side of things was everything that came out about Chris Drury. And then when you take a step like back from everything, it's like we had mentioned in our last episode, but two different orgs wanted him as their GM. Yeah. He already runs so much. Um there was no one else that was in the running for this. Like it was Drury. It seemed like he was destined for this role. Like yeah, as I mean, the, right as, away, as, like a couple yeah. hours later. So it makes sense. And just like kind of hearing people, they're like, you know, the Rangers might be in a better spot now. And it was like I was listening to a Rangers podcast today, um, and they and I mean. I'll say who the guest was. It was Larry Brooks, and you'll probably be able to figure out what the show is. <laughs> um, but uh, he made a good point, which was from Dolan's perspective, if you look at teams that are always like, quote, rebuilding or like still doing a rebuild, it's like by year three or four, you want to start getting the rebuild moving on. Like you want to go into that next phase, especially if you're at, a big market team, like exactly. the Rangers, I like Arizona, him, Buffalo. It's like I mean, Buffalo's big market, but like Arizona, I'm trying to think of some other ones, like Anaheim. I think it's tougher, but like the Rangers, like if you're attracting Fox, Panarin, etc., like you got to move the rebuild along. In three, yeah, four it's years. like they have they have I think a lot of the foundation yeah. of a really good team. They Goalie just need forward, a couple. D-man. Like you got like, you got the three. They just need a couple of pieces, um, and once they get the finishing touches and just kind of like let everything gel and they get the right coaching, which we'll get to in a second, um, 
I, I think, yeah, you could start making runs. And I think for Dolan, he wanted to run this year. You didn't get it. It was a tough division. There's a lot of there's a lot of different things you can go into. But, you know, it's it's at this point, he's ready to move into that next phase, which I 100% agree with and think that it's the right move. And I think, you know, hopefully Drury can, can you know, be successful. And I think, like, the other thing, and we've talked about it a lot, is what is David Quinn's status? And I feel mm-hmm. like... At this point, you kind of have to question what it is because you don't fire your general manager and your president and keep your head coach because it would be very strange. Quinn to is not a, a Drury guy. Like that's the thing. Like, is Quinn he though? Gordon. I thought. I thought he was. I thought Drury like, was a big I, I think fan Drury, of his. I, 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 on the outside, from what everyone says, yes, they get along. They have a good relationship. But again, it's also it's it's Drury's team now. Like that's also, the big thing a great free agency coaching class. I think that's a big thing. Like you have Tockett from Arizona is gone now. He's a great coach. I mean, Torts, I don't think Torts is going to come back, but Torts is out there. I don't think Torts would either. Travis Green. mm, Someone mentioned that the the goalie, or not the goalie, the coach uh, who just won the KHL whatever. Oh, Bob Hartley. Yeah. Yeah, he He was in Freeman's 31 Thoughts. Apparently he didn't love how things ended in Calgary and like, He's not sure if he wants to come back coaching, but I know people have been sniffing around. It seems I've, like. I've heard that name a lot in the last like twenty four yeah. hours. That's the only reason I I'm, I'm throwing he, it out there. He won he won cups back in the early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would not go anywhere near Patrick Waugh. Um, I think that would be a disaster. Yeah, I think Taka <laughs> would be the guy. He he gets along with players who don't like who are supposedly tough to get along with, like. Phil Kessel. That's why he went to Arizona. Uh, he's a good coach. Got a bad. He, he. I think he overachieved in Arizona. I mean, their their team's really not that good, and he pulled a lot out I of. I like talking a lot, and it seems like a lot of Rangers fans. Are, it's it's very fifty fifty, especially with a lot of the B writers. Like I know Brooks is not high on talking, and but mm-hmm. like, and he made a good point. If they do fire Quinn, there's no way they go after another first year coach. No, you you can't. You got to go point. after experience at this for this point, and mm-hmm. and and it just that makes the most sense. And Tockett, you know, fills in that you know has the experience coaching at least, not winning cups. But Gerard Gallant, that'd be a, another interesting one. It'd be interesting too. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's his, he's probably going to throw his name in the ring. I mean, he would probably love to coach in another big market. I mean, Vegas wasn't a big Vegas wasn't necessarily the biggest market when they first. You know, I outside looking in, you weren't like, "Oh, this is going to be a huge market," but they blew up in the first season. Like mm. Vegas is 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 a big market team now. Ridiculous, um, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> but um, like it's it's just like Quinn. I think at the if if JD and Gordon are still here, the odds of Quinn returning for the fall, I would have said is like ninety nine point nine eight percent. Now I'm very like. I don't know, and I think I think, I think we're gonna find rep- out soon, like the next no, one yeah, or two they weeks. Said, I think we're gonna find. I I heard some beat reporters said this that, week. Like, yeah, they said like this by it the was, end of this it's week. It's gotta we be soon. What, Surely, I, I imagine if I'm Drury and you want to keep Quinn around, it's only one year. Like he does not see that fifth year if I'm Drury, mm-hmm. and they if they don't unless make the they playoffs, make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, if, I mean, if they, they make the playoffs, that's another thing. If they don't make the playoffs again, he's out. Oh, he's out sure. before I think the season ends. Yeah, because um, I think if it doesn't happen this week, I don't think it's gonna happen at all. Because you got like 
guys like Tockett are already interviewing places, supposedly. And I mean, you're not gonna if Travis Green, his season's gonna end soon in Vancouver. He doesn't have a, he doesn't have a new deal. I mean, Brendan Moore is I think locked back into Carolina, but these guys are gonna start I, talking yeah, to other I've, teams. I've, I've heard like there's contract negotiations. I don't I haven't I don't think anything's been inked officially yet for Brendan Moore. A lot of clickbait articles. I got suckered into one this week. I'll admit it. Hand up. Credit to me for admitting it. Um, I got suckered <laughs> into one. <laughs> I know. I read the full quote. I was like, oh, I hate the burster bubble. <laughs> yeah, like, like it was just like he only put that first – like it was one of those first oh, things. And then as, it was soon totally after, as soon as I sent it, I realized there was another quote after, which is the full quote. And I real I like you were like I hate the pressure bubble and I was like yeah no I <laughs> yeah. I'm an idiot I'm I'm like this jackass posted just like the the clickbait first and then had the full quote after I'm like son yeah. of a bitch, it was talking dude. about like planks see it, 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 I don't remember the quote exactly but it was something about like that made it seem Get like Brendan Moore would want to coach in New York but he was really talking about like the team the responding to yeah the referee yeah. yep exactly so I think I think gun I mean gun to my head I think when stays but what about you like you have to make a choice like right now stay go i think he's out i, I really, really think he's out we'll yeah I, I think it's it's i think by I next episode we're gonna know i just think it's weird that you fire two guys and let the coach stay it just seems like i, I don't think quinn is the guy mm-hmm. to get it done i think he's a good developing coach if, and, and i think he'd be a good bench coach i don't really think he's, yeah like I think he, if he was a bench coach or like an associate coach or an assistant, he excels in that role and would probably, you know, have that job for life. Just he just got thrown into a head coaching job here, and I'm like, I think you're a college head coach. Head coach. I don't mm-hmm. think you're an NHL head coach. But I mean, he's done the best he could. So and he, the cards were really stacked against him. And I think, I'm sure like, he'll get other, fired tomorrow. By the way, I mean, we, we record on Tuesday, oh, post on Thursday. No, he's getting fired us, on yeah, Wednesday. Rangers Un- news always happens either <laughs> Monday or after we record. So that absolutely ridiculous. Me. And then I think, um, I think like the one other thing that I wanted to mention mm-hmm. was, and it's not even like a Drury thing. It's more of just like they they signed Ryan Lindgren. Um, good deal. Great deal. I think the value three, is great. Three times the year, three times three, three three. Yeah. So it's like the thing is with that, it's 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 not your traditional like two year bridge deal. It's like you get that extra year. The money's good. Mm. Still restricted at the end. You get control. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's like you know, if you want the big ticket by twenty six, you can sign for the, you can sign him to a longer term deal, yeah. six seven years for four point like, five five mil. He's yeah, a good player. He's a player's player. I mean, the guy, the guys, the fans love him. It seems like I heard the perfect comparison for him, and I and I and I love it. They were like, he is a more talented Jeff Bukaboom in the sense that, <laughs> like Adam Fox is like a not as good Brian Leach, but no. Lindgren is a better Jeff Bukaboom. And the reason why they make that comparison is Ryan, or Brian Leach was able to do everything he did because of Bukaboom. So it's yeah. kind of like if you let Lindgren do what Lindgren does best and Fox do what Fox does best. They're a solid first pair defensive pair. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, is Lindgren necessarily a first pair guy? No, I think he's a top four guy, but like when you pair him with Fox, I think it's perfect personally. And it's like, I still think he has room to grow. I think like being only 23, it's like, I definitely think he could, that's like, that's his ceiling is first pair, but definitely solid top four guy. Thanks Rick Um, Nash. That's a, the, the gift that keeps on giving. Dude, that Rick Nash trade, I still can't believe that 
so much shit came back to the Rangers way and somehow we were able to turn Ryan Spooner into Ryan Strom and then Ryan Spooner's <laughs> buyout into Artemi Panarin. <laughs> I, thanks. I, I absolutely hate it. Thanks, thanks so much for that one. <laughs> hey, I only hate to the see playoffs. It. I have nothing. <laughs> I, just look back I, on I, the I literally days. was just a walking mope last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, Lingren, it's a it's a good deal, I think for sure. I mean, good player. Um, mm-hmm. Really, I mean, you know what you're gonna get with him. He he's a tough guy. I mean, I think things would have been uh, very interesting if he was playing in that in that Caps game. But so it's neither neither here nor there, yeah. I suppose. So one thing I wanna I wanna touch on, I guess like one or two things before we move on to the mm-hmm. Islanders Penguins preview is Jack Eichel goes yes. scorched earth on buffalo today Um, yesterday but uh, yesterday my bad Um, it was it was bad yeah it was it was really bad it was (laughs) i've never seen anything like it to be honest with you i've been watching there is a negative percent chance he returns to buffalo and it's like that was a nail in the coffin you don't say the stuff that he said without um thinking that you're gonna leave and you can talk about it i'm gonna pull up some of the quotes I think the craziest thing to me, the absolute craziest thing to me, is that the team won't let him get surgery on his neck. That's like a like a like a hippo violation. It's this is how it's, it's not the like, right word, but it's this is how dumb the players' union is. It's like it's in the CBA that the ownership and management can tell you to get a second opinion. They're mm-hmm. like, if, if they don't like the first one, they go. Get a second opinion because we don't want you to get surgery. They re- like like the Sabers actually wanted him to get back into games this season and and play at some point, and that is just mind boggling to me. I'm like the guy has a herniated disc in his neck, and like if it doesn't get treated and he gets hit, like his career could be over. Uh, and I'm the, like, imagine the, a guy like the Jack neck Eichel, is no nothing to mess with. By the way, imagine a guy as Jack Eichel being as talented as he is at like 26, his career is over and doesn't play anymore. I mean, that is just yeah. insane to me. But uh, like, there's just no way he he ends up in Buffalo at the beginning of the season. But like, I think the Rangers are the front runners to get him. I think LA is probably a very good option to get him. I think the Sabers just keeping him is probably your third best option, and then the field. Whoever, you know, there are a ton of teams. And I think Elliot Friedman said there are like Montreal, Ottawa, the Wild, Anaheim. Like there are teams that can go in on Eichel, but it's like even even he was like, what a team like Boston could go after him since he's a Boston guy, you know, going to BU and everything. But I'm like, Boston can't really go after him. I think they're probably like the the team with the lowest. They don't have any chance assets. To, like, like, yeah, you've traded away everything. Thanks, Rick Nash. Um, <laughs> and like, you, you, you just you're you, you have nothing of value to give. You're just you're like, like you can't offer you know Jack Edwards for for Jack Eichel. Would we'll like we'll uh, give you we'll give they you. They should. Hand. It's like, <laughs> um, like it's, it's just um, yeah, I, I like. I think, and I, I've texted you this. Um, the the conversation for Eichel started with the Rangers over a year ago, and I think ends with the Rangers just in terms of value. I think you do end up having to. You're gonna have to end up giving something like giving something up you don't want to give up if you're the yeah, Rangers. It's gonna, be a, it's gonna be a lot. Um, for me, the untouchables to get Eichel are uh, Lafreniere, obviously, mm-hmm. Kako, Fox. Chesty, 
I'd say maybe Miller, and that's it. Like, as much I love, I love Filipino. Love the guy. (laughs) This is true. Absolutely love him. I've said it on the podcast before. I want him to be a Ranger for life. But if I have to, if 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 there's a deal on the table for some prospects, maybe a prospect or two, a pick, maybe another player like a Ryan Strom or something, like I, like I don't know, like I just don't know what the what like what deal gets it done. But if Philip Hedel has to be the guy to get Jack Jack Eichel, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, throw Philip Hedel in there. Like it's just. It hurts me to say that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think quotes. I think the only thing that you could, I mean, I think Shesty, uh, Fox, Panarin, Kako, and Lafreniere. I think that's probably got to be the list. I mean, Miller, Miller's a great player, but like, I feel like anything for Eichel, you gotta throw on the table. And like Elliot Friedman said, I think there's gonna be a lot of teams that we don't expect, but it does kind of start now with the Rangers. But like you said, we got some quotes. Uh, this is from Media Day on monday so yesterday i think basically so one of them he says i'd be lying if i would be lying to say that things have moved smoothly since my injury there's been a disconnect i think from the organization and myself it's been tough at times um i have to find some more because i was only uh one but there were a couple more like what else did he say he said they're like they won't let him get surgery he said he said something about him playing next year and wanting to get back in the game shape as soon as possible and he ended the quote with wherever i may be playing like it's just a foregone conclusion at this point, I think. Yeah, there's, there's just, there's no way. There, yeah, there's just, there's, there's no way. And what's funny is you get these like, and and it's not even just Eichel; it's Reinhardt too. Like, beat reporters from Buffalo are saying like, hold off on getting Eichel and Reinhardt jerseys if you're looking to buy, you know, Sabres yeah. jerseys because like, there's a good chance they're both not here, and it's like you know. And it's just funny that like the, both of those guys were so negative at their media day. Oh, um, Reinhardt had nothing meetings. to do with anything. And then you have guys like Dylan Cousins, who was like, "I love the Sabers organization, and I want to be here forever." It's like, dude, blink twice if you want someone to save you. It's like, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! He's a rookie. I guess got to do it. Something about the Reinhardt man. They got bitter attitudes. Looking at you, Griffin Reinhardt with the Islanders, but <laughs> I mean. They're, they're, they're giving up Eichel, giving up a 25-goal score at Reinhardt. It's going to be quite the interesting offseason for the Sabres. Hey, they got Jeff Skinner, though. They got their guy. Only, like. only, another, only another six years and nine mil over there, Jeff. Oh, God. I wonder Whoa. who's more mad. Like, You think Buffalo hates that contract more? Or you think Jeff Skinner hates that he signed that contract more to be in Buffalo? It's probably pretty close. <laughs> Buffalo might hate I'd it more. I'd say Buffalo yeah, probably hates that's a more. brutal Jeff, contract. Jeff, Jeff Skinner is getting you know. I think the he's bag a good player, and, but and, like uh, he just can't put it together the, over there. No, here's can. the thing. Yeah, he's he's the kind of guy where it's like if like he can't do anything. He he kind of knows like I just have to suck it up and like be okay no, with yeah. the fact that no like, one's taking that contract. He's like, staying. In no Buffalo. one's taking that contract on. Buffalo's gonna have to eat so much money, and it's like. He has no. He really has no say in where he goes. I don't know if there's a no move clause, but if Buffalo put a no move clause or a no no trade clause on top of that, it's like that. <laughs> you're a saber for life, bro. It's like you. They can't move. That's a 
very hard contract to move. Maybe if he put up like another 25, 30 goal season, back to back, maybe you can move that contract. But as of right now, who in their right mind would would eat that contract? Besides maybe Glenn Sather if he ran the <laughs> Rangers. Like that's probably the only guy he'd be foaming at the mouth for like, that hey, contract. We'll give you Eichel, but you have to take Jeff Skinner too. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that. That's too much money. Dollars, that's man. That's oh my god! That, that's, that's impossible. That's a, that's a type of thing where you go, okay, and then if I'm the Rangers and and you, I say I would I, just just armchair, you know, GM here. I have them eat like a mill or two, and then you just try to flip him immediately. Like put a nice prospect on him. At like seven million, a Jeff Skinner at seven million plus like a decent prospect, I think you could flip real quick. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just me thinking real quick. I think that would be the easiest thing to do to get him off this team. I wouldn't even want him on the team to no. be honest with you. Yeah, I would never it's do just, that. Like I would years. rather like have them keep a, like a million or two of that contract and then flip him again, same Probably day, keep like, like kind of like mil at least. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I that's the thing. Like I feel like it's Jeff Skinner at seven million with a prospect, you might be able to get some GMs Maybe. to take that. That's tight. There are dumb GMs, man. That's why I'm like That's also true. I, that's why I'm also like I don't know what the Eichel stuff is gonna ask for, and I've been saying it for months at this point, just because it's like there are so many bad GMs and it's like I don't know how great of a GM Kevin Adams is. He showed he's not that great because he traded Taylor Hall for a bag of peanuts. Um, so it's just like basically who knows, man. But the Islanders, let's get to the Islanders. <laughs> oh, quick, quick transition. But yeah, only time yeah. will tell. But yeah, Islanders. Uh, I mean, I don't have too much to say right now. But um, in the playoffs, they lost last night to the Boston Bruins in overtime. Taylor Hall scored two goals. The last um, the last goal of the season against the Islanders was scored by Taylor Hall. How ironic. Uh, that mm. one kind of hurt. It was. A, do you see that goal? By the way, it was disgusting. He toe drag go. If you want to go look it up right now, he toe dragged through like Nicoletti's legs and shot it back the other way. I mean, it, it was absolutely disgusting. I recommend watching it. Um, but yeah, Islanders lost last night. That solidified them into the fourth spot in the East. Um, well, it's a little disappointing. I mean, I'm not too broken up about it because no matter where they fell, it would have been a tough series whether you play Boston, Washington, or Pittsburgh. But it is a little disappointing for a team that was first in the league at one point. Um, to fall down to fourth in your division, that kind of stinks. But regardless, uh, sets up a little date with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So very intrigued to see how this one goes because um, for those who probably follow the history, the Penguins Islanders met in the 2019 playoffs. Islanders swept them. Just an absolute dominating series before losing to Carolina in four, of course. Um, they dominated them last year as well when Pittsburgh um, – I forget who Pittsburgh played in the playoffs. Oh, sorry. They lost in the playing round to somebody that I can't remember. But um, or maybe they lost in the first round to Montreal. Either neither here nor there. But the Islanders haven't played the Penguins well at all this year. They're two six and zero, I think, against them. Penguins have really just dominated them. But I'm kind of just hoping that they get back to the general Islanders style of hockey because I feel like when we're hot, especially in the playoffs, if everything clicks, it, it's tough to beat the Islanders. The Penguins, they haven't played as well in the past besides this year. So I'm kind of just hoping it kind of reverses. I know you thought the Caps were probably the better choice. But yeah, I, I, thought the, the I thought the Penguins. Right now. Yeah. Because the know, Caps man. don't I have OB. Pen- he's hurt. He's banged up. So, yeah. There's just there's a lot going on for the Capitals. Like, I think 
even though he scored a hat trick against the Rangers, it's like I think Oshie's still trying to like cope with some stuff, aka mm-hmm. his dad dying. Um, Ovi's hurt, you know. Kuznetsov and Samstov are a bit rocky. Yeah, there's something they, about they, them though. They just match up so well with the Islanders. Like two tough defensive teams. The last two games we played were one nothing games. I just don't trust the Islanders to score enough against the Capitals. I think that's what it came down to for me. There, I just think the Penguins got hot at the right time. They can they carry look, that momentum into the playoffs. Yeah. And it was just like I sent you a thing yesterday that was just like the breakdown of the series yeah, this it year. It didn't look like too hot. Play. It was like on paper, you're like, oh, the Islanders. Like the, you, you, like you thought the Rangers and the Islanders both looked really good against like Philly and 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 Pittsburgh. And it's like Philly, we both looked good against Pittsburgh. We thought we looked good against. And then you break it down, you're like, oh my god, maybe Pittsburgh has <laughs> more games than, you, than we thought. <laughs> So yeah, I mean it'll be a good series. Hopefully the it, here's like the Penguins will score a lot. That's the thing. I mean like the Islanders have a really good defense, but that's, like the Penguins that's do what I'm score hoping a lot. For. Yeah, just kind of shut them down because I mean the Islanders aren't going to score that's, more that's than a couple goals. That's the Islanders' problem right now is like you. From what I could tell, it's like there's a like a little bit of a struggle to score, but like once you get Been going, like that all year, yeah. Like, but then it, you like get once hot. it gets going, it's fine. But like it takes a while to like at least get one. They are, like, a, you know, they are a playoff team, though. Like last year, I mean, sure. the Carolina the Carolina series in 2019 was tough, but I mean, you look at last year, they they steamrolled through Washington, Florida, and Philadelphia. I, I still maintain to say that the Philadelphia series was just ridiculous, the fact that they won seven games. But um, they brought Tampa Bay to six. I mean, if they get hot, they're it's it's tough to beat them, especially because they're, you know, you know the Islanders can play lockdown D, especially with Pelic, Pulak. Mayfield and Luddy are questionable, to say the least, especially Scott Mayfield. Um, Green and Dobson have looked good. You have Coburn there who can hold his own. I'm just worried about the the scoring, but I guess it depends if Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith like, kind of step up. But mm-hmm. I am very curious to see how the series goes. I really think it could go either way. I mean, I don't really want to read into the the regular season too much, but man, man, the Penguins have looked good. But I think if the honors pot three goals a game, I think they have a good chance of winning a lot of games if they've just shut down the Penguins because we'll see. Yeah, definitely. We will, we will definitely see. I just um, – I don't know. It's just I, – I'm so conflicted about the series. I don't mean to like ramble and sorry to mean to cut you off, but like it's just – it's going to be – I wish I had more analysis, but I really just don't know like what's going to happen. I think it could go either way. I think it could go seven. I think the Islanders could sweep them. I think the Penguins could sweep the Islanders. I really – I really have no idea. I – I, the only times I really watched the Penguins were against the Rangers and the Islanders, so I guess it's tough to get an overall gauge. But I mean, they look good this year. Their defense still a little shaky. Their goaltending, not the highest. Their goaltending names. is the most suspect thing about. Yeah, them. exactly. So I'm hoping that maybe helps out the Islanders. Then again, we got shut out by Michael Hauser. So what, who was that to say? But um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not shut out, but we lost and we will get got like one goal either way. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I think it's going to start on maybe Sunday. So we'll have like maybe one game, two games before the next podcast. So I think I'm going to have much more to say on next podcast once I kind of get the feel of what the Penguins look like and what we look like. But I really don't think anybody has a damn clue in the world what what's going to happen in this series, nor the other series. But um, that's really all I got to say. Varlamov got hurt last game. He tweaked something in the second period. And left the game, and then apparently after the game, Trotz was like, yeah, it was just a tweak. He could have played the rest of the game, but just to be safe, we took him out. So thank God, first of all. But we're just going to hope that he's okay. Um, Hurts not having Anders Lee, but we'll see what happens. I I take a serious win. I don't think it's going to be a deep run this year, especially without Lee, which is a shame because he's, I mean, 
I, I knew he'd be a big loss, but he was a massive loss. But um, I think they make the second round. Anything after that is kind of gravy for me personally. Um, there's just too many damn good teams in the East. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, as we'll learn once we go through our our season, our sorry, our preseason predictions soon. But I'll be happy with the win against the Penguins. I, I'm not too. I'm not looking forward to playing probably Boston in round two. I'll throw that out there now. They're just too hot right now. But um, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see uh, once the next podcast comes around what the Islanders look like. Hundred percent, and like you just mentioned, um, that's kind of where we're going for the rest of the show. Um, going to talk about our preseason uh, predictions. You know, we uh, a while back, a couple months ago at this point, <laughs> episode like um, five, six, yeah, we, we're on we thirty pre- now. <laughs> we predicted um, where uh, everyone was going to finish up by the end of the season, and we're going to go over it because we had some right, some wrong. Looking it was pretty at good now, overall. I'm pretty impressed with what we now, did. It's it's pretty good. Just one mistake on both of our parts, which we'll which we'll go well, over. Well, I'm looking at it now, and I, well, we'll we'll go over it first. So at number eight, uh, finishing dead last in division, we both had the Devils, which 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 ended up being wrong. It was the Sabers. We basically got the Sabers and Devils mixed up. We kind of knew they were both going to be the bottom two. Yeah. Um. I, it's amazing. I mean, I didn't think the Sabers were going to be this bad. I mean, who could have predicted that? No, I don't think either. I think the Devils. Like, and here's the thing: the Sabers were winning a lot of games towards the end of the season too, and the Devils yeah. were in last for a while, and then the Sabers just started losing again. Um, point I want to bring up is that someone wrote <laughs> an article about the Devils finishing higher than the Rangers this year, and that person does drugs that I don't know where you could find them, but I just want to know like where they were found and how they were done because there was no possible way the Rangers were going to finish worse than devils who in their right mind would have fi- would have, would have thought that. I mean, that's just idiotic. Yeah. Are you just I mean, doing it to get under someone's skin at that point? Cause you got under mine, I guess a little bit. Yeah. Clearly, clearly they sure. rattled you. <laughs> like, but I, it was, it was just like, it was one of those things where I'm like, are you dumb? Like, why would you even write that? You're just wasting words. And also the devils have a long thing, way to go. Oh, Sorry, dude, they go ahead. suck. Yeah, uh, just another thing to mention. Just, I just, I just want to like rub it into um, the the devil's faces and everything. Remember last year when Artemi Panarin signed with the Rangers, and then like a week or two <laughs> later, Gusev signed with the Devils, and everyone was like, "This is a better deal." Or he signed before. I don't know. I don't even remember when he signed. But everyone was just like, "This is better than the Panarin contract. He's a better Panarin. He's gonna, he's gonna turn." Was that guy picked up? Is he in the AHL? Like oh, he's, he's on... he signed with the Panthers, so I think he's playing oh, with yeah, them the... now. Like, yeah, 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 his contract right, got right, right. terminated, yeah. terminated by the Devils. <laughs> Not good, Chief. Devils suck. It's um, gonna be Sabres a long time before year. they make the playoffs. I'm impressed yeah, I... that they they. I'm not impressed that they finished above the Sabers in hindsight. Um, I'm impressed how. I mean, we gave the Sabres seventh place each, and that we really oversold them. It's impressive, to be totally honest with you, how much how bad they were. I think that really is a testament to how awful they were. Yeah. Um, I mean, both teams are pretty bad. Sabres are just going to get worse from here. Um, their record this year, just with more losses and maybe a, few, a handful of more wins, might be you know wh- where they end up next year. Because um, without... Eichel and Reinhardt. It's it's just going to be there. tough. Sabers. It's going to be another five years for them to make the playoffs. Sorry, we're going on ten. Make it fifteen. 
<laughs> Awful. So yeah, um, sixth place. Yeah, yeah sixth. I had the Rangers. You had the Penguins, and we got, that, we got that wrong because Philly apparently that. decided they were going to just take a crap. What are an absolute crap this season? I mean, we've um, spoken about it. We both. I mean, just a spoiler alert, Chris has the Penguins in fifth out of the playoffs. We both tremendously undersold the Pittsburgh Penguins this year. I mean, I didn't kudos to them. That good this year. Kudos to them Dude, for winning the division. Uh, yeah, I mean, unbelievable. I guess. I mean, like they they just they were just better. I I, I don't watch them close enough to know like how good they are, but I, like I guess because they have Crosby, Malkin, and and the core guys still like hard to I bet against them. Just, I guess hindsight twenty twenty. Like I just I just thought this year. They weren't gonna be that good, and I was, and I went into this season like I think this is fair. This I is, really this think is the year. This is, yeah, this is oh, fair. Oh, so did I. And and they just they just proved me yeah. wrong. Um, and I, I talked about apparently I talked about Jim Rutherford being a little questionable for his moves to the Penguins. <laughs> Turns out, yeah, all takes exposed. He's not even the GM anymore. Insiders, <laughs> see, to... you said you said we're not insiders. We're, we're insiders too because you guessed this. We're more like Nostradamus, ago. both of us. We're good predictors, not. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we just had our Rangers Penguins picks. Uh, yeah, like you got the Rangers one right. Um, I I just didn't. I my my pick were bad like i, I just the rangers and six is that bad i mean it was pretty no, close i didn't either like and the um, flyers just screwed us up i mean what a yeah, horrible they year just for them. terrible i mean i we both had them second we both had yep. them finishing second in the division if you put the peng <laughs> if you put the penguins in second um for both of us and then move the flyers to six for me and fifth for you we're we're almost perfect i mean that's pretty yeah, damn close pretty much just a couple guys here and there but, but yeah, the flyers um, really yeah, screwed it up they look terrible. Um, I Good. think just one thing to mention. Yeah, really. I would. I. I can't <laughs> wait. It, 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 someone said. I think it was Brooks today said that he can't see Carter Hart having another bad season, and if he does, like it's really questionable. In front for, of the Flyers um, defense. <laughs> it's like, bro, AV is the coach. You. He was here for five years. It's like how, and loved to blame games on Lundqvist when they lost. So it's like. Yeah, it's it's like Hart is in a bad spot as long as AV is the coach, especially as a young goalie too. Man, that yeah. sucks. I feel bad for him. Um, so just 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 to note, I apparently mentioned that Miller might play this season. Uh, he did. Um, good take. Good take. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, just 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 looking at it now. Um, yeah, so the Rangers finished with sixty points. That puts them in third place in the Canadian <laughs> division. That puts them. In uh, up, they miss the playoffs in the central division now. Um, and that puts them in fourth place in the west. So, yeah, two out of it's three. really just the, the western divisions, dude. They just stink. I mean, no two ways about it. Vegas is it's Vegas's take. I feel bad for the yeah. Rangers that they're stuck in the in the east. Well, I don't feel bad, I don't feel bad at all, actually. But like, it's it still, <laughs> nope, it still it. stinks. Can't <laughs> <laughs> cut that part out with the, uh, with the editing, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 ridiculous that they're. In a playoff position in two other, um, two other conferences. I mean, my dad always argues to go back to just the top sixteen, make the playoffs, and that was it. I don't like that, but I mean, if it was eight and eight, I guess it doesn't really solve the problem per se, east and west. But like, it is kind of awful that the Rangers have more points than teams that are in the playoffs. Quite frankly, yeah, in, I mean, in like, a better conference, in a better conference. Winnipeg, Winnipeg, and Montreal, we both finished ahead of. Um, we finished ahead, or we didn't finish ahead of um, anyone in the central besides that. Da- we like Dallas, Chicago, we, but they didn't make it. 
and uh yeah st louis we beat them by a point so it's like it just sucks yeah. but it is what it is um let's bend the rules yeah so then in fourth place we both got right as of as of today yeah or yesterday the islanders yeah a little disappointing the- but you know that's okay I guess um, I'm I'm kind of happy we got it right. It, it it just sucks that we were in first place, but no big deal. We'll we'll see what happens in the playoffs. I'm glad we got it right though. Yeah, uh, you got the Bruins at three. Right. I had the Capitals at three. So That's a you know, three not, three not man streak there. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Caps again, are basically it's pretty close between Bruins and Caps. So. That's yeah, pretty good too. Like a point, right? Uh, yeah, two. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. At number Second two, we both, had, we both had the Flyers. Um, greatly overestimated them. <laughs> Uh, I, we, oh. we we greatly overestimated them and then underestimated the penguins and it's just I insane how that, yeah. yeah um i mean hart provorov drew konechny voracek couturier uh, and they looked good last year like they just like it looked like but i fell into the trap and I brought it up this year of AV. <laughs> you of all people good. should have known. <laughs> yeah, but like as the season went on this year, and everyone's like, "Why are we so?" All Philly fans were like, "Why are we so bad?" I finally broke out of my cocoon and realized <laughs> I'm like, the answer has been in front of me the whole time. It's like a kids like, movie. It's like, oh my god! Like, like that's why you guys aren't good because Elaine Vino's terrible. <laughs> so um yeah i just it's like and then yeah you had the captain first i had boston um it was pittsburgh um overall i thought our standings were pretty that's were pretty good pretty, pretty good i think like besides again, the we flyers just, we just, and penguins we just, we flyers, missed up penguins, Pennsylvania. You, you you switched those two up and our top four good. is pretty identical um and then like but but also we got like you got yeah we both got three out of the four teams in the in the playoffs we just didn't get the order right so you know kudos to us we know this I'm, division I'm, I think really I'm pretty well impressed. inside and out yeah um it'll be it'll be interesting to see what this division looks like when you bring back Columbus when you bring back uh, they won't be good the, the Hurricanes yeah are the Sabres still? No. The Sabres but, aren't in the Metro. No. Are they, are, so we lose Buffalo and Boston and gain Carolina and Columbus. So I mean, I'll write that off as a pretty even split. Yeah, like Columbus will just be will be as bad or maybe a little bit better than Buffalo. I don't think they could be worse. I think, than Buffalo. Yeah, I think they'll be better, but not like they're not going to be that great. I mean, no. they're going to lose a lot, of especially pieces. with like a new coach. They don't really know yeah. what. The, like a lot of people like out of there don't know what the identity is of the team. No. And that's never that's never good. That's not a good. And thing. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I would say the Hurricanes right now are better than the Bruins. Um, yeah, I have to agree. I think they're just a, a they're like, disgusting. It sucks, they especially, with Brindam- especially with Brenda Moore. I mean, he's got that team like, and, and I didn't know up. this. I didn't know this, but like his like whole contract. The reason why it's taking forever is because he wants everyone to get a contract. Yeah, like yep. all his coaches, his equipment staff. The That's trainers, probably why like, the AAV came down lower than people expected. I would assume he's like one point yeah. nine two mil, which is like. At least two mil under what he should be getting, so maybe that's the reason. I mean, but like that's just like you know that guy's just a down to earth. But it's also you know what he probably doesn't need the money. He made fifty million playing apparently, so it's like you know, good for you, bro. You're a Stanley Cup winner. You were the, the captain of that team. He's still for a young while. too, and you made and you made fifty sheets. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Not like, bad, eh? 
No, wow. like you got fifty mil in the bank already. I would be like, yeah, just write me a mill and then sign everyone else. Let's yeah. get let's get the show on the road, baby. Doesn't need the money. Signs yeah. fetching the cough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he's literally. Like, he's probably like sign the players first, then worry about signing yeah. my ass. Because Carolina, I mean, they're a good team, but they're not a big market. I mean, they're that they've always been kind of lower on the the the. A money scale, being, I suppose. Being, I, mean, like, I won't be too close when I move, but like that'll a hundred percent be a, like oh, yeah. if that's I a, can that's easily. Well, weekend yeah, trip. Well, weekend go see yeah. Carolina and and. I was in Raleigh. It's not bad. Get some good barbecue food. Some good yeah, stuff man. there. The arena's but, in the middle of freaking nowhere, though. By the way, it's like, that does not surprise me. You have to like park in like in a North dirt. Carolina. Park in like a dirt lot. At least that's what yep. we did. The only time I've ever been in North Carolina is to go to the Outer Banks, which have you have oh. you watched that show on Netflix? I have. <laughs> that is like the most funny like it's the most outrageous show to me. It's so bad, it's good, and that's why like yeah. I loved watching it because I was like, it just <laughs> made no sense. Like they introduced a gun. If you haven't seen it, you have Spoiler to watch one. Outer yeah. Banks. Spoiler if you haven't seen it, just cut off now for like a minute. No, 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 no. You gotta you gotta just listen to the spoiler. <laughs> They just they, they write in a gun in episode one just to have a gun. <laughs> like, Why not? By like episode seven, like you you like they don't know where the gun is. They don't really know like why the gun is there. <laughs> they just wrote in this gun. They find a gun, and you have to imagine there are only eight bullets in said gun. They waste six bullets within the first two right episodes. <laughs> It's just like it's not a bad show, but it's just so ridiculous. My my other personal fear about that show is that, I mean, the 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 goal, the treasure they go to find, gets on a plane and goes to the Bahamas supposedly, and then these two main characters wind up in the middle of the ocean. They're picked up by a boat, a freighter. Where's it going? Oh, the Bahamas. Oh, of course. It's just where else would it go? It's just so outrageous. Like there's like adults beating up children, (laughs) like like class war in the outer banks. It's like there's no way there's 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 like just just it's so outrageous um the main character for no reason they just call him john b like his name is john there's another but they just call him john b <laughs> no other johns um, on the show sign up no other johns on the show <laughs> um it's just it's just such an outrageous show and it's like it's coming make, back for they, season two soon so yes, go watch dude, it they make the outer banks also spoil seem the whole like, thing they make the outer banks seem like this like boonie area i'm like th- th- that's the point i'm trying to make the only time i've been in north carolina is to go to the outer banks and i'm like it's, it's pretty basically, affluent is it not it's 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 like lbi yeah it, but but it's Long like beach LBI island in new jersey for those who don't know <laughs> which which i went to over the summer would love to go back time does not exist there it just doesn't <laughs> like yeah, it's one of those places both like it just doesn't exist like you like you blink and like four hours passes by and you're like where did the time go but um yeah funny story about that last night i was there i invited one of our fraternity brothers quinn um to come out to come out and literally we go to this rooftop bar he orders we start with a round of tequila tequila shots won't expect anything less from him. Waitress gets um, we we're ordering drinks. We're 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 talking to the waitress. She loves us. She brings us a round of shots on the house. Some guy orders us a round of shots. It was just like it was one of the craziest <laughs> nights ever. Everyone got buckled that night. Um, went to the beach, like blackout drunk when it was dark, had a great time. 
uh, highly recommend you do it. Go to LBI, <laughs> go to the Outer Banks, and um, that pretty much wraps up the the nonsense uh, yeah. off the rails that was, portion. That was a good of the nonsense, show. <laughs> good nonsense portion, I'd say. I'm a big South Carolina fan over North Carolina, so I don't know. I've never been to South now. Carolina. I'm going there in June once again, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. Go, Hopefully, bro. we'll see if the Islanders are still going at that point. We'll have to maybe adjust the podcast schedule, but but yeah, shout to the Carolinas. I mean, good hockey team. Bad football team. Uh, who else do they have? Um, the Charlotte Hornets. Trash. Do they have a? Am I missing somebody? What other sport? Am I? Am I just oh, baseball? Aren't too. The Hornets aren't too trash. I mean, they yeah, got they're pretty. They're not and, bad this year. Who did this? Kind of have a baseball team. I don't think so. No, they don't. No. Uh, I mean, they got college basketball going for them. College yeah. football. UNC. South Carolina is generally good. Um, Good state. Is Duke in North Carolina? Duke it is, is somewhere. North Carolina. Yeah, there you go. It's in like that triangle. I think Wake Forest, uh, North Carolina, and Duke are all within like 20 minutes of each other. That's sick. That is sick. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that about wraps up the off the rail section. <laughs> yeah. We got some, uh, we got some trivia. Eno- eno- enough North Carolina love. But <laughs> we a love North Carolina, Carolina podcast. Shout out to our North Carolina listeners. Yes, sir. Uh, trivia time, though. Um, I think I went first last week, so I'll let you go first. Uh, I, don't I have did any... go first because I had trivia that Tom Wilson sucks. I don't have any Islanders trivia, but I'll do some general NHL trivia slash facts. Um, number one, shout out Connor McDavid. The guy's an absolute animal. He oh, hit 100 points. How did we forget to do that? In 53 games. Are you kidding me? I think only nine players in NHL history through like, the scoring eras in the 80s hit – 100 points in 53 games. I mean, the guy, they were just like, I was watching it because I was home for Mother's Day on sun, Saturday night, Sunday night, whatever, whenever the game against the Canucks was. They were talking about beforehand on Sportsnet. They were like, oh, I mean, he needs four points tonight. Like, Connor McDavid's like a beast, but like, we're not sure he's going to do it tonight. He got it in like 25 minutes of game action. He finished it before the second period ended. I mean, the guy's just an animal, so... That like he's just like and 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 he is our Gretzky for sure. Oh, easy. And it's like if he was on a bet, like and I won't even say the admin, the Oilers right now aren't going to compete. It's like it just sucks that they're going to have to go up against the the Leafs at a certain point, and I think the Leafs slightly edge them out. But it's like I don't know, man. Um, but McDavid we'll is just is just so good, and he's yeah. so fun to watch, dude. It's oh, just like you watch him amazing. play, and you're like, it's just so easy. Like he just does things, and it's he just makes it look so simple. It's unbelievable what he can do on skates. But and then my other piece of uh, trivia slash fact was, um, fr- <laughs> not a friend of the pod, but the most mentioned non Islander Ranger on this pod, Paul Stasny, played his one thousandth game tonight. So. Congratulations, oh, yeah. Paul. Always love some Paul Stasny content on here. Loves that guy loves Winnipeg. <laughs> really does. Like, but... Loves Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, no I mean, reason. <laughs> free agent this year. New York Rangers, maybe. We'll see. God no. <laughs> but yeah, Jeez, those are my no. those are my two factoids. I'll, I'll get some good playoff trivia for next episode for the Islanders. All right. So here we go. All right, trivia. What forward did the New York Rangers select with the 19th overall pick in the 2009 entry draft? Is that Hugh Jessamine, the huge specimen? Nope. Ugh. Still on the team, so that should oh, give Oh, Chris Kreider. Yes, sir. <laughs> I think I think Jessamine was – oh, man, I got really excited that it was Hugh Jessamine, the huge <laughs> specimen. <laughs> Damn it. 
uh, here we go. We've got a fact for tomorrow. Uh, May 12th, 2013, Henrik Lundqvist made 21, 27 saves in the Rangers' 1-0 playoff win over the Capitals. Nice. Good omens, uh, good omens. 1979, who cares? <laughs> uh, fact, Mark Messier was the Rangers' captain from 1991-92 to 1996-97, and then again from 2001-2001 to 2003-2004. Future, future president. Of the Rangers, not of the United Bro, States. He, yeah, no. As long as Drury is president GM, like, and, and <laughs> Messier just kind of stays an ambassador, that's as far <laughs> that's away. That's fine, yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my last one is on Monday, May 17th. Uh, oh, my God. What a typo. What a typo. <laughs> I do, I do editing, May so 7, I, I don't like May, to see that. On May 17th, 10-14. Uh, defenseman oh, wow. Ryan. <laughs> Ten <laughs> fourteen. Ryan McDonough had one goal and three assists in the Rangers' seven two playoff win over the Montreal Canadiens. So you heard he it died here first. Black plague you, after that. You heard it here first. <laughs> the Rangers are the oldest team to ever exist. <laughs> Ten fourteen. Straight Ryan up just McDonough medieval. Is, Ryan McDonough is a warlock. <laughs> I think that that's like straight up like dark ages. Like we're not even in like the medieval period yet. Like the Black Plague doesn't come for another like three hundred years before that. Oh my oh god. god! What a typo! Love. Come that. on, man. That that's so that's funny. easy stuff. You gotta do the copy editing. Hurts my soul. Oh my god! Ten fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Shout out to All the right, Rangers. They've got- been a model franchise for so long. Uh, thousands of years. They literally were fighting dragons. <laughs> <laughs> In Game of Thrones style. Another good show. It's, kind uh, of. Besides the debatable. ending. Yeah, besides the ending. I might, might yeah, want to like, relinquish like, that first, statement. The first, first six, six season? Oh, sure, good. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Seven? Um, eight? Awful. Trash. Um, but yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for, for this episode. Um, so here we go. I'm going to do our do the spiel. Make sure you give us a five-star rating, <laughs> write a nice review, um, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. So on Thursdays when we drop, it just downloads onto your phone. You can start listening whenever you feel like it. Um, make sure you go download Vigit in the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store and use our promo code FBTB. You get a 1,000 coins when you sign up. Vigit is probably the best free-to-play sports gambling app on the market um with a lot of great prizes kevin and i started our own league from broadway belmont podcast password is swing 99 that's lowercase s w i n g 99 join our league talk crap to us um <laughs> we're both in the negatives right now gambling yeah um, not, not not great not not looking great but it doesn't really matter we're I having can, fun i, I can so, pull up our records let's see where yeah, are we um Kevin will pull that up right uh, now. Yeah, so you are four, six, and zero, and I'm eight, twelve, and zero. So we're on the same percentage, which is kind of impressive. But there you go. Um, yeah, make sure you download the app in the Google Play or Apple App Store. Vigit uh, V I G I T promo code FBTB when you sign up. Thousand coins for free on us. You're welcome. Um, yeah, again, share the podcast with everyone you know, friends, family. Throw us a like. Throw us a retweet. Uh, DM us, you know, interact with us on Twitter. You know, um, I usually respond to people on Twitter and stuff yep. um, pretty much immediately. So uh, yeah. make sure you follow the Instagram, uh, share the Instagram 
follow our personal accounts whenever you can. And um, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for this week. I think this is yeah. a very good episode. I'm uh, good too. Leave it, uh, leave it here for now. We will see you guys next week. Kevin, you got anything else? All good. All right, that's it from Kevin. That's it from me. See you guys next week. Peace. <laughs> Dump, 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 dump,